1: Wouldn't it suck if I really talked like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. (laughs) Well, hello.
0: I feel silly. Why do you feel silly? I don't know. I just, I feel like giggly for some reason. Giggly. Giggly. Oh my gosh. Yeah I feel. All of a sudden? I don't know. Yeah I kind of feel silly. <laughs> oh my gosh. So welcome 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 everybody. So glad to have you here. I'm feeling a little squirrely for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're recording too late in the day. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But we have an awesome topic for you today which is is five relationship mistakes you don't know you are making.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: Yeah. So, w- and loom, we're loom. we're not just going to tell you, here's the shit that sucks. We're going to actually tell you what to do about it too. Oh,
1: so we get to fix things, <laughs> not just point them out. Right. Oh, cool.
0: Right. Because that would that would suck if you're like, here's all the things you're doing wrong.
1: <laughs> now go go away.
0: <laughs> here's to loving your <laughs> life. Bye. <laughs> Peace. See you next week. All right, so, but before we jump into everything, I have to reiterate, I talked about this last week, and I'm beside myself excited about it. We've been starting to get the more pictures of the rooms where we're going to be staying. All right, so I'm getting ahead of myself. We, okay, so let me explain who we is. Myself and two of my very favorite colleagues and humans on this planet, Kira and Andrea, who are other life coaches as well. We are going on our second retreat called Tanning Tacos and Transformation. We did it at the very beginning of this year. We took 20 women on a cruise from Florida to Mexico for five days. And we it was full of adventure and all sorts of craziness, but also a lot of life coach training and you know we're sharing with them like how to deal with relationship issues, how to communicate their needs, how to better communicate in general, how to deal with self-sabotaging mindset. So a lot of different you know coaching sort of tools. And so we'd have, you know, groups together and then we'd break for lunch and then people could go you know kayaking or doing whatever they wanted when they were on when we were at port and it was amazing. So we knew we for sure wanted to do it again this year. We are. I guess we should say next year because we'll, we'll actually be going about in about a year. We're just opening up registration really early so people can plan. So you have
1: a, uh, wait. So you went in January. Aren't you going to do it in January again?
0: No, we're actually going to do it in <coughs> May. Oh yeah, May twenty sixteen. But we wanted to give plenty of time for payment plans and gotcha. and people to get time off work and all that. You, there's a lot to kind of manage, sure. right? So, it's called Tanning Tacos and Transformation. It's a retreat. Triple T, bitches. Triple T, bitches. You can find all of the information at tripletretreat.com and you'll see everything that it entails. You'll see all of our, our people who went with us uh, earlier this year, and you'll see what they had to say about it, some bunch of pictures from their time. And it really was such an incredible, incredible experience. So this year we're actually going to a resort, which I'm thrilled about because the cruise was amazing. But as far as my preference of vacations...
1: Resort style, yeah.
0: Yes. I would much rather have a lot more room. Like, we have a suite option, so you can do like a, a deluxe room or you can also upgrade to a suite. Oh. And it is... Fancy. It's like as big as our, small, our first apartment, babe. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: So it's 300 square feet.
0: <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Uh, but I apparently there's supposed to be monkeys and stuff that hang from the trees at the retreat.
1: Why is that such a big deal?
0: Because, I mean, you saw how I lost my shit with the dolphins in yeah, that's the Bahamas. True. Like, lost my shit. <laughs> that's true. So... I Kira has been teasing me like mad because she's like, Amy, you can do the dolphin, you know, experience or you can hang out with the monkeys and I'm like, <laughs> Monkeys, yeah, 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 monkeys. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh my god. So if you're funny. interested in getting more information, go to triple t com. It's not open for registration yet. We're just Allowing people to see what it's about and getting their name in if they want to be the first people to hear about early bird rates and get in on the payment plan options and stuff. And it's going to open August 1st. So
1: sweet. Sounds awesome.
0: I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. I want to go. It's girls only. I want to go. Sorry, babe. Mm. Although we did Uh -uh. talk about it. They were like, Mr. Smith should come and talk about how relationships work from the man side. And
1: there you go. It there's was, my end.
0: You're all excited. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: You just want to get away.
0: <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, I'm I'm no, kidding. it's just um, there's definitely a different dynamic when you introduce men and women together versus.
1: Yeah, but I'm just a speaker. I'm Mr. Smith. Come on.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I want the club. Well, speaking of Mr. Smith, it's time for your segment, which is. Oh, yeah.
1: Would you rather? Yeah, so would you <laughs> would you rather all right? Be stuck in the desert with a Star Trek fan or <laughs> with a constipated clown?
0: <laughs> Where do you find these? I just made it up. You did. Okay, wait, but you're both you're stuck in the desert for both scenarios? Yes. One is just with a Star Trek fan.
1: Yes, which you know you have the nerdy aspect, but they might be able to help you out. Might be able to get you out of the situation somehow. Like they're usually pretty smart people.
0: Like they could beam you up or something.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> Isn't that from Star Trek? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, they'd have Scotty beam you up.
0: Oh my god.
1: But a constipated clown. I think. What? What good is that? What use is a constipated clown?
0: That would give me so much anxiety just to know that the person I'm with is having like. It's an not just issue. a person,
1: Amy it's a clown <laughs>
0: it's a clown
1: that's, that's a totally different genre of person
0: I think I I mean I feel like you're trying to make a slam at Star Trek people no
1: I'm not I just said they were bright and they might get you out of the situation how's that slamming
0: and I definitely know I'd be dressed better than them
1: Oh, so who's slamming now?
0: <laughs> I'd be dressed better than the clown, too.
1: You Probably. You'd sure. probably be dressed like the clown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not nice. I'm kidding.
0: You don't have to get my sense of style. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who cares? It's a rhetorical question. I would, anyway, I would right? pick the Star Trek fan.
0: Me, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I have Star Trek fans that are friends, but I don't have any constipated clown friends. <laughs> so I know what I'm in for.
0: <laughs> I really, really like your reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So let's jump in on, <laughs> on that, that, on that on note. On that note. Let's jump in and talk about five relationship mistakes that you might be doing that you have no idea are causing a little bit of damage to your
1: relationship.
0: Oh. So a lot of this stuff is, are things that, first of all, were never taught, you know? <laughs> Why are you being so weird? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Smith's playing with a microphone and <laughs> You're being, see what I mean? Yeah, I knew it doesn't I was translate
1: get, on radio. It I, doesn't translate <laughs> on radio, Amy. You can't. You can't I, translate that on radio, Amy.
0: I knew I was gonna get silly. I felt like so silly. Okay. Uh, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Totally lost my train of thought. So sorry. Basically, with anything related to relationships, most of the time we learn them from our trial and error in our own relationships or from how they've been modeled for us as we grew up. Yeah. We kind of, that's how you learn. And then also from media. So then we get into our relationships as adults and you kind of go, okay, wait, how do I get him to do this or get her to do that or how do we figure this out? And you're kind of just trial and error, going with the flow, seeing what you guys can figure out. So... Keep that in mind. Oh, I just made a, a fart noise. with my, You did. I'm sitting in Mr. Smith's chair and it's... It's very farty. It's farty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my God. I promise this is going to get... <laughs>
1: there, there will be content somewhere in this pod.
0: All right. So, five things. First thing, expressing your needs and wants when your partner cannot hear you. Mm. So, there's a couple of ways that people do this. You look like your wheels are turning.
1: No, I'm just like, I, I, I think you need to explain can't hear you. What does right. that mean exactly?
0: Very good. So oftentimes we will really set our partners up to fail in the sense that when you're expressing something to them and you really want them to listen to you or they, you want them to meet a need in some way. Like let's say you really want them to start taking care of a a specific bill or finances or you really want them to do something more around the house or you want them to be more romantic or whatever a lot of times people communicate that in ways in which the partner cannot hear them and that can happen a couple of different ways it can happen by screaming and yelling like you're just yelling and yelling like you'll you'll get
1: heard probably won't get listened to though
0: well that your partner doesn't you, if you're on that receiving end of that you don't go oh yeah i can't wait to be what you need right. i can't wait to get right on top of that you're you're thinking get this person to shut the fuck up
1: what can i say to get out of here
0: or you, right. you get defensive and you start saying shit you don't mean and you just yeah. start yelling 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 another time is when you are ready to talk but your partner's not ready to talk like, they just got home from work, and maybe they need to decompress, or maybe they're involved in a project, and just because you're ready to talk doesn't mean that they are mentally ready to to collaborate with you. Right, right.
1: And then later on, you'll say, weren't you listening to me when I was talking to you about blah, blah, blah? Right. I'm like, I was actually in the middle of something at that moment.
0: And that's where you and I have learned where if I just jump in, and I'm mm-hmm. not even even realizing that, you will tell... See, that's what I also think is our responsibility is to say, can we wait on this? I'm just not able to be what you need me to hear right now. Right. Can we... Can let's we talk... reconvene.
1: Yeah, let's mm-hmm. reconvene.
0: Because if you're not able to digest it, that's not fair either. Right. And that can be... And trust me, this is something that you really need to perfect over time. It's not always easy because then you, then you say... Hey, babe, can we talk about this at a different time? I'm just not, I'm kind of involved in a project. And then the other person gets pissed. Right. That's not okay either. Right. So, this might be something to sit down and say, hey, I've been noticing that our communication hasn't been working. Here's what I think might be some cool agreements. What would you think about this? And when can you hear me and when can you not? You know, and like I learned that anytime like you're involved watching sports or, um, playing a game on your phone or working on your computer, I need to ask for the time. Like, it's not fair for me to just demand your attention. Right. Or I'll ask and say, can I have your attention for just, like, two minutes?
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: And then you get to say <clears throat> yes or no. I don't get to be offended if you can't. Like, you, I'm the one interrupting you. Got it. And we actually had that situation that we had to navigate a little bit where – you, if you needed something from me, you'd be like, it's only going to take a minute. And I'm yeah. like, I don't care if it's only going to take a minute. I'm involved in something. Right. I need yes. you to respect that I've got stuff going on right now. And so that was something that we had to kind of communicate about because you were like, just go, it'll cut to one second. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, I'm involved. <laughs> so. Yes, you're right. So that's a huge one, really watching when you choose to communicate with your partner. Mm. And I always say just ask for the time. Like if you have something of merit, of great importance to your relationship, set it up so that you can converse about it in a way in which you can be heard. So ask for the time. Say, hey, I've got something I want to run by you. When would you have some time to chat about that? We need to talk. Mm -hmm. We need to talk. Like that's... That's kind of shitty. Right. That's not like a great entry into the conversation. Right. Respect. It's just plain old fucking respect asking for the time to converse about things. Second way that you might be kind of neglecting your relationship and not realizing it is assuming that your partner you know what your partner needs. This is one of the things that I see people oh, I know people what you're do. All the time. As they fix, they try to fix things. They try to offer solutions instead of asking what your partner needs. What do you need from me? What sort of support? What can I do to help? What can I do to help? What sort of support do you want? Mm. What's helpful for me to say in these situations? What do you want me to say? Who do you want me to be? Mm. We don't do that. We go, oh, you need to get in shape? Is that what you said? You need to get in shape? Well, here's what you need to do. You need to do this program or this program or this pro- Oh, you...
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: oh, you need this, that, and the other, or you're complaining about this, that, and the other. Oh, well, you need this. Here's what you should do. Here's what you should do. And you're just full of suggestions. Let me tell you, if somebody's in a shitty place where they're not happy about something, they're complaining about something, they're not happy with their weight, they're not happy with their job... The last thing they want to hear is all oh, these solutions that they haven't heard of or haven't thought of or haven't tried or maybe tried and didn't work. Like they want sympathy. They want you on their team. Now it's a totally different. So that's what you mean by being hurt. No, that's what I mean about not suggesting what you think your partner needs instead mm. of asking. Gotcha. I've moved on to number two. Mr. Oh, Smith. sorry, sorry. You didn't get the show notes, apparently. <laughs> um, Whose fault is that? Stupid. (laughs) So, really assuming that you know what your partner needs better than they do. And that's very different than saying, like, hey, I have some ideas about that. Let me know if you want to hear them. You can certainly suggest things to each other. But if somebody's really upset with something, like I've told you that before too, and now you're really great and you're like, I'm not going to fix it.
1: I'm yeah, um, yeah. I just
0: ask you, what do you need from me? Yeah. You know,
1: because I'm a solution provider. That's what I do.
0: Most men are. I mean, that's a very, very common, absolutely male response. It's good
1: for all your female listeners to know, if they probably don't, probably already know it. But we are solution providers, so we need you have to set us up for success by saying, I don't need you to fix this. Just you know, hear me out.
0: That's a really great point too, because most men equate trying to solve it or a solution with being totally helpful.
1: That's the helpful piece, yes.
0: And that I'm showing her love. Right. Or him love, like that I'm really trying. Mm-hmm. And then the woman gets all frustrated and you're like, "Why are you trying?" So, "Frustrated, I'm trying to help." Yeah. You know? So that's a big thing that you can do, ladies, Cute. if this is your situation or, you know, if the re- situation was reversed, just saying, "I'm going through some shit. I really, really don't need solutions." I honestly just need you to hear me out and just be with me through this because there's a lot of people too. This is very challenging if you aren't comfortable with a lot of emotion.
1: Yes. True.
0: And sometimes it's like, I just need somebody to be with me while I'm a mess or while I'm bummed out or while I'm pissed or upset and not fix it and just tell me like, it's okay. We're going to get through this. What do you need from me? Right. Um, so sometimes I think we think that we're failing somehow if we can't read our partner's mind. But a lot of times we just need to ask straight up, "What do you need from me?" Yeah. You know, how can I be better for you? Exactly. Um, so true. Number three, this is huge. You've let go. It's of, huge. It's huge. You've let go of the niceties. You've stopped just being fucking nice to each other, and kind. Mm -hmm. it blows my mind how many people are married or in a relationship and you would never like if you didn't know it you would never know it because they don't show any sort of kindness love uh they're not amorous with one another
1: that's how you show that's typically how people show they are married
0: which is a shame (laughs) which is a shame yeah that's exactly that's how you know
1: like oh they're married
0: like, how often do we show up on the show and we call each other a different pet name?
1: Yeah. You know, no, we're like, hey, baby, can't say Yeah, we, we don't count. I'm talking about just normal <laughs> people.
0: That's why I'm saying this is something that you cannot let go of. So one of the solutions that we've done that's been really helpful, and you came up with this, like, a decade ago. And you said, we are not a business. Don't treat me like a business partner. Don't talk to me like a business partner. Let's have a rule where every time we text or call or any time we talk to each other, even if it's an email, mm-hmm. that we say something kind first, that yes. we, we are not just about the operations, not like, hey, can you pick up dry cleaning? Yes. Hey, we need tissue paper. Hey, we need this, blah, blah. But hey, babe, totally thinking about you today. Hope you're having an amazing day. Is there any way you could grab this when you're right. at Target? Or
1: I can't tell you how many people that I've been with and they answer their phone and they're like, "Sup." Yeah. Or, like, what? All right. All right. See you at home.
0: Or they go, like, Love, and you. It's like, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Yeah. With, like, no feeling it's like to it.
1: You're loved. The one you love the most is calling you right now. Right. Right. It's not the IRS. <laughs>
0: right. Would you, if people were to hear how you speak to one another, would they have any idea that you are in love? Right.
1: I would think that was, like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, one of those people that. Call you in the middle of dinner?
0: Oh, t- the uh, tele- telemarketer. Telemarketers, yeah. yeah. Are
1: you playing footsie with me? You're right now?
0: playing footsie with me. How dare you? Under the podcast desk. <laughs> 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 but that's a huge part. Is that there's virtually no um, communication. Yeah. Where we aren't kind to each other, we respect one another's time, energy, everything. So if we're if we're biting or snippy, we apologize for it. We thank each other. This is another huge piece. We thank each other for damn near everything. Yeah. Damn near everything. (laughs) Like I washed, I went and our dog threw up on our comforter today. Oh my God. So I had to go take it to the laundromat because it's too big for our washer. And you were like, thank you so much. And then you picked up a bunch of toilet paper. Like, no joke, <laughs> like 48 rolls. <laughs> it's like it's like a bed.
1: Yeah, I had to backpack it <laughs> up the stairs.
0: But, I, you know, and he cleaned our entire, we have a suede couch. He cleaned the entire suede couch the other day. And I was like, thank you so much for doing that. Like, we really emphasize gratitude. Sex, even. Thank you so much for that. Oh my God, I really needed that. Or thanks for getting me in the mood. Or thank you for really putting the effort in and like getting there, you know? So true. We, like, we thank each other for everything genuinely. So if you've let go of the niceties, start them back again. Start just being kind. What would you tell your child about politeness about saying please and thank you and kindness and all of that and act like it yeah with this if this is the person that you are supposed to be madly in love with act like it mic drop right all right and number four this is another huge one is you are gathering evidence for all of the shit that you are not happy about
1: oh yeah that's a joy junkie favorite right there yeah
0: I love to talk about gathering evidence. Mm-hmm. So we will, dude. Your burp! I can't. Even. Hey,
1: <laughs> come on, on air.
0: All the way over here.
1: Really, on air. <laughs> You're gonna cut that, right? <laughs> cut.
0: He just blew his sausage burp all the way in my it was face. Not it's sausage. so gross. <laughs> it was
1: not sausage.
0: Oh my god! How dare you? Moving okay. on. Number four. All right. So that's something I talk about all the time. Is is the story we've created about a certain situation in our life and then we will kind of turn our dial so we are acutely aware of any sort of thing that will support that story. So what I mean by that is if you've made up in your mind that your husband never does anything around the house, you better believe that you're going to go around and tally and notice every damn time he doesn't do something you want. If you would turn your dial or your radar to something else, though, you might start noticing other things that he does do that actually might warrant a thank you or gratitude or whatever. So a perfect example we've shared with you guys before. I don't know a woman on this planet who doesn't wad up her hair in the shower and stick it um, on, the, on the bathroom wall.
1: So gross.
0: Right? Ladies, do you hear me out there?
1: Gentlemen, do you hear me?
0: Mr. Smith is fucking bald, so like <laughs> bicks his head, so he has he doesn't even know the struggle is real. So he obviously finds that nasty and gross. I to- wouldn't I
1: find that nasty and gross anyway, don't you?
0: I totally understand. Okay. It's totally different when it's your own,
1: yeah, right. It's true. like I'm
0: just not that grossed out about. So he that's one of the things that he asks me to be really vigilant about. Will you please remove your hair wad? <laughs> Off of it. I'm keeping it real.
1: No, you are. And then, like, you know, I'm in the shower and I'm like, ah, th- <laughs> there's a thing in here. And I, so I'll throw water on it to try to, like, wash it down the drain. And it moves up. <laughs> like, how does it move up the glass when I throw water on because it?
0: Because you probably splash water up so it slides no, up. No,
1: it's, it's got the mind of its own. It's, well, you it's definitely alive.
0: you definitely don't want to... <laughs> Put it down the drain because then it gets clogged. No, I know, I know. So but that's the why, point is. That's why we do we do it to begin with <laughs> is we put it on the wall to begin with. So yes, I get it. <laughs> we're trying to not clog the drain. Yes, is I appreciate it.
1: Which you appreciate. Okay. okay I
0: appreciate. So my point was <laughs> he would ask me, can you please make sure that when you get out of the shower, you throw that away? So over and over again, I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. I do it all the time. I really do. I'm pretty good about you it. You are. You're great. And... I'm like, no problem. I'm going to work on that because I know that pisses you off. So then the other day he goes, hey, babe. And I was like, what? He goes, I just want to thank you for all of the times. And I was like, shit. (laughs) Because I I knew what was coming because we have this thing that we do. And he was like, I just want to thank you for all the times that you really do throw away your hair out of the shower. and
1: Instead of noticing the one time that you didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Because the point is, the reason why you noticed is because all the other times, I do it for you. And it's the one time I forget, and that's when you notice. So it's a perfect example of the evidence we gather. Because if you were already tuned in to, my wife never does this shit that I ask her to do. Or she never cares about the things that I want her to work on. And then you see me do that and forget one time you now you're supporting that story by gathering evidence of one isolated incident. But if you stop and really think about it, maybe there was five other times when they really did do what you asked or really did come through for you or pulled (laughs) through or honored a request that you had. So really watch the evidence that you are gathering now of course i can't solve everybody's fucking relationship issues in 30 minutes i can't solve them most of the time because you have to solve them yeah and you have to do that by really looking at your role okay a lot of people feel as though as long as if my husband would just get his shit together or if my wife would just fucking stop complaining everything would be fine then we'd be fine Everything would be perfect. And we forget to start looking internal. Yes. So these are all the things that I don't care if your husband is a dick to you right now. I don't care if, if he hasn't been meeting your needs. If you're not being kind, you're not doing your part. If you're not saying thank you, you're not doing your part. If you're not setting them up for a conversation when they can actually hear you, you're not doing your part. This is not tit for tat. I'll start showing up in this relationship when you do. That's our natural response. It's a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't work. I don't know any relationship that has worked by tallying up shit like that. So you have to clean up your act first. You cannot make somebody be different. We can't change the partner. We can't change the spouse. These are the things that you are responsible for. Perfect. And number five, you aren't making your relationship a priority. This is something that people – fall into and don't even realize it where you just your job gets demanding and life starts happening and then you have kids and then they have soccer practice and then you have family events and then it's fucking fourth of july and then oh my gosh and then all of a sudden my partner and i haven't been on a date in five years
1: right that's so true
0: and they're at their job and just and it just we don't do it on purpose that's why i said relationship mistakes you don't know you're making you would never go like yeah i'm totally neglecting my marriage on fucking purpose Right. Nobody, nobody does that, right? But I'll tell you that, you know, you want to know the most important things in your life? The shit that's on your calendar. That's true. The shit that is on your calendar is the stuff that you are like, come hell or high water, this is the most important thing. That's true. You wonder why you don't work out? It's probably not fucking on your calendar. I'm F-bombing it up today. You are. I'm sorry I'm worked up. <laughs> it loses its potency if I do it too much. Get your F-bombs out. I need to calm down. You're gonna run out. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> but everything that you look like—if you think you don't hang out with your friends enough, you don't go on dates enough, you don't have sex enough—probably put it on your calendar.
1: Yeah, and as unromantic as that might sound, how's that working for you?
0: Exactly. Nuts, right. It's it, you know what? It's not. It's total negligence. Yeah. We have this fallacy where we believe that. A relationship is just supposed to be like a fairy tale and maintain a fairy tale existence effortlessly for the rest of our lives. Yep. And then you wonder why you aren't happy and why you're struggling and why your partner's not a mind reader because it actually takes effort. You have to say things out loud, you have to ask for what you need, you have to be kind to each other, you have to learn how to communicate. So you also have to make your relationship a priority. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you could you can ask somebody, you know, what are the most important things to your, in your life? And they will, most of the time, they'll say, um, my marriage, my kids, and then usually something like my spirituality or my family or something like that. And then you look at how they spend their time and energy, and it's all work. Right. I, I'm pretty sure that's not the most important thing because when was the last time you were on a date? When was the last time you actually asked your husband what was going on with him? How he was feeling? I do that to you all the time just to check in. Yeah, you, you do the absolutely. same with me all the time sure. too. Mm-hmm. We also have date night once a week. And we hang out all the time during the week. We, we debrief our day every single day. Like how was your day today? Talk to me about your day. Every damn day. Because I care and i don't tune out and i'm not just like whatever it's just this weird routine no like you pay attention to what i have to say i pay attention to what you have to say we engage with one another so your first item of business is to start dating this person that you dated in order to get married yes so you need to start that to should date. be
1: fun like you should right? you should want to do that you should want to put that on your calendar
0: And that is, that's really sacred for us too. For sure. So people know that if it's date night, then first of all, there's no electronics, like we're not texting, we're not, and there's, and there's no couples dating, like double date is not couples night. Right. Yeah. So we, we make sure that it's only you and I and that it's sacred. We make sure to have sex. Like we totally put in the effort to have like a romantic evening, put in the effort to do it. Yeah. I always say, like, if you only worked out when you felt like working out, would you ever work out? No. No. Nah. Same thing with sex. You don't always feel, like, hot and bothered and, like, yeah, I can't wait. Sometimes you actually just have to put in the effort. And then very rarely are you ever like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that.
1: Hopefully not. Yeah, right? right? And then
0: you get to thank each other. Like, thanks for getting me into that. Thanks yeah. for, you know, <laughs> putting in an effort and thanks for making it fun. You. Ha- it doesn't always come, like, supernaturally like that. It'd be amazing if it did. But if you want that certain type of relationship, you have to work for it. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be a bunch of work. It's just about maintaining. It's just about daily caretaking. So the first thing you need to do is get something on the calendar where you are creating sacred time for your relationship. And make it habitual. Make it like every single week. If you can't do every week, do every month. If you... If you can't do get out of the house, make sure it's something where you lock your door and maybe Tuesday nights at nine o'clock and you guys you know, do whatever you want, like do some sort of picnic on the bed or something like you you can come up with a million excuses. Yeah. Right? Or you can actually pay attention to your you relationship. Also
1: come up with a million answers.
0: Right. There's plenty of fun ideas. There's a there's a really great thing that I came across I can't remember. It was some sort of service. I'll have to look it up and see if I can put it on the show notes page. But it was like a date in a box or something like that. Oh
1: yeah, and it was a subscription
0: service Mm -hmm. that you that you purchase and you do like a recurring payment. I think it's like thirty or forty bucks a month, or maybe there's levels, and they send you these really fun elements to create this date. awesome date and they right. have great ideas and so it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it and you, oh i gotta come up with something you just get this awesome box in the mail and then you're like oh my gosh when are we gonna have our date night right so we had talked about doing that too at one point yeah maybe we should that's look not into a bad that idea. Again. let's look back into that so get your relationship on your calendar both of you and i think that's everything
1: that's a lot that's watch great content
0: Start paying attention and putting it on your radar to actually notice the things that your partner is doing. Thank them for it. Say things that are kind. Use fun pet names. Be sweet to each other. And ask them what they need. All of this stuff, you know. It, it really isn't rocket science. But nobody's taught us. I know. Nobody teaches you. You get a lot of evidence and a lot of support on doing it the wrong way. Media alone, every sitcom is a, this dynamic between man and woman that is shitty, Communication right?
1: Communication breakdown. Then they figure That's it how, out at the end.
0: And it all wraps up, right? It's like,
1: you should have just said that in the beginning of the episode, and it would have been done in five minutes.
0: Right. But it's ratings week. <laughs> so. Anyway, thank you for letting me uh, rant and rave. I'm just passionate about it because I think it's one of those things that we just haven't been given the skill set. But once you learn it, once you have a skill set, you have no more excuses. Now, if you want that sort of – it's one thing if you don't give a shit about your relationship. But if you actually do want it to work and you do want to have a really powerful relationship, then you have to do your part.
1: Yeah. You you really, really do have to do your part. both have to do your part. Yeah. Yeah relationships aren't a 50 50 they're 100 100
0: yeah yeah very good mic very drop good. <laughs> mr smith the mic drop all right guys so be sure to check out triple t retreat oh, my dog Ew. triple t retreat.com and get your name in so you're the first to hear about all of our awesome exciting offers and early bird special and you can come hang out with us and meet me in real life and we can do really awesome transformational work and maybe me No. Mr. Smith, you're not invited. God damn it. it. All right. So here is to loving and living your most badass life.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith out.